Hello, listeners from near and far. My name is Shania Dessen. I am currently a sociology major interested in social work, law, and criminal justice. As we all know, the current climate of the world is horrible. Although we have made some progression, there are still major racial issues in today's society. Being a black woman in America and a descendant of migrants, I have witnessed so many injustices against people that look just like me simply because of the color of my skin. So I decided to read a book that took a deeper look into the past injustices. Theodore Roosevelt once said, The more you know, the better prepared you are for the future. So come along with me as we diverge into the analysis of this book and the crucial history behind it. Today, I will be discussing the book, The Blood of Emmett Till by Timothy B. Tyson. This book was published by Simon and Scrooge on January 31st, 2017. Tyson is a well-known writer and a historian from North Carolina. He has taught at Duke University and the University of North Carolina. His main focus has been culture and religion and race associated with civil rights. He has written many books, including... Blood Done Signed My Name, and Radio Free Dixie, and won many awards for his work. Tyson also serves as an executive board of the North Carolina NAACP and the University of North Carolina Center for Civil Rights and Repairs of the Breach. Since 2007, he has worked alongside many other Moral Monday movements and the Poor People's Campaign led by Reverend Dr. William J. Barber II. Tyson lives in Durham, North Carolina. This book examines 1950s and the civil rights era. It is specifically analyzing Emmett Till's death and trial. Tyson argues that Emmett Till's death is directly linked to the civil rights movement. The author synthesizes a variety of primary and secondary sources into a compelling narrative of Till's life and the legacy that offers a window into the, the local national conditions that happened prior to the murder and the response of Till's lynching. Tyson argues that during the time of Jim Crow segregation, racists were not afraid to kill for their beliefs. He also talks about others who were lynched prior to Till's brutal murder. Tyson includes interviews and multiple people including the woman that Emmett Till had allegedly wilted at. In addition, he discusses many of the individuals involved in the lynching. In doing so, Tyson provides the reader with a better look at who these people were outside of this murder. In the book, Tyson completely dissects the ins and outs of the heinous crime committed that led to Emmett Till's death. To better understand my point of view, you must first hear the story of Emmett Till. In August 1955, Emmett Till, a black young 14-year-old boy, was murdered by two white men. He was accused of flirting with a white woman in a grocery store. She claimed that he touched her hand and asked her out on a date. In reality, all he did was place the money to pay for his things in her hand as opposed to on the counter. As a result, the woman's husband and her half-brother-in-law took it upon themselves to show up at Emmett Till's great uncle's house with guns and kidnap him. They beat him senseless, mutilated him, destroyed his face with an axe, and shot him in the head. After they threw his body in the Tallahatchie River, which is where the bodies of those who were previously lynched were also thrown. 
Once the newspapers got wind of the story, they changed it and began to say that Till raped the woman. The murders were brought to court and were found not guilty. This verdict then sparked the African-American community and helped furthermore push the civil rights movement. This book has forced my mind to think in new ways and changed my perception on so many things. I've always been a firm believer in challenging this justice system when injustices occurs. But this book made me want to fight even harder, especially because unjust murders still occur. My whole family is black. And every time they walk out the door, I'm first forced to ask myself, what if they never return? It's extremely sad to think that we are facing the same issues as our ancestors were facing many, many years ago. I lived in the South most of my life. And throughout those years, I've heard many perspectives on Emmett Till's murder. There are those who blame him for not staying in his lane, while others argue that although Emmett Till was in the wrong, the things that were done to him were unnecessary and unjust. Throughout the course of this book, Tyson's interviews reveal that Till never even showed interest in the woman. It was all an elaborate lie she conjured up to justify the two men murdering Till. Personally, I think that even if he had actually shown interest in her or any other white woman, it will never equate to the punishment that he that they deemed fit. Not only was he done wrong by his community, but he was also done wrong by the justice system. Why is that time and time again the justice system fails minorities, especially black men? Why is this problem often swept under the rug? In chapter 5, Tyson shows the reader the type of family the murderers and accusers belonged to. They were a working class family that demonstrated a history of racism. Tyson discovered that Big Milam, the half-brother-in-law of the woman who accused Till of flirting with her, who is also one of Till's murders, likes killing people. These things are red flags to anyone with a quarter of common sense. I believe, in fact, I know if Emmett had been a white child, those folks would not have gotten away with his murder. I say this because the evidence was entirely too convincing to not lead to them being convicted. I was very infuriated throughout this entire book for many reasons. Firstly, what kind of human being can destroy a boy's body like that and be able to live with him or herself after the fact? Secondly, many people overlooked the corruption in the sheriff's department and the government, and therefore neither Emmett nor his family ever received the justice they deserved. In chapter 16 of the book, William Farkland initially condemned the killing of a child. But later, he said he thought Till probably deserved it. Further, others have argued there was not enough evidence to convict the men for the murder. I feel like that is completely bogus. Because the same way that they feel as if there wasn't enough evidence is the same way others feel as if there weren't enough. And by enough, I mean any grounds for them to murder Emmett. Chapter 8 and 17 of the book also talks about the actions of Mammy Till, Emmett Till's mother. I can honestly say the only good and beautiful thing that came from the tragic murder of Emmett's, of Emmett Till was that Emmett Till's mother was able to use it as motivation to fight for change. 
The power of a fighting mother is like none other. Not only was she fighting for the justice of her son, but also fighting for every other black woman who lost their child at the hands of racism. The loss of her son could have been the death of her. Yet she looked at it from the perspective of a glass half full instead of a glass half empty. I can't even begin to imagine the pain she endured and the countless tears she's cried. It is interesting and maddening to know that African-American and minority parents are forced to give their children the same speech that their parents back in the day had to give them. I wonder, will the world ever change? Will it continue to remain the same or will the problems eventually be a non-issue? Will I have to give my children the speech that my parents gave me and my grandparents gave them? How many more mothers have to cry at night because of the loss of their children at the hands of racism? In conclusion, this book was well researched and written. The only thing that infuriates me is that in order for this book to have been so good, an innocent boy had to lose his life at the hands of two white men with nothing but evil in their hearts. There's a famous quote. People can only get away with what you let them get away with. This quote means so much in relation to this book. Because those men only got away with Emmett Till's murder because the justice system did not hold them accountable for their actions. Due to the fact that individuals in the justice system who are required to protect and serve the community choose to overlook crimes like this. Racism has prevailed in society for so long and honestly for too long. It has become the norm. People have become accustomed to it. It is like a way of life. This is why I think everyone should read this book. It is a wake-up call demonstrating why we need to call out those who have done wrong by our people. An eye-opener that there are people of higher power who will sweep heinous crimes under the rug and not think twice about it. The biggest message I got was that we must not assume people are accurately doing their jobs. We must stay on people's backs and get things done. So many people have been fighting for a better society and to end racial injustices. This book also showcases how vital women are to the success of movements in America. Whether people want to give them credit or not, women are the backbone and the foundation for the progression that has been made. And Emmett Till's mother was one of those women. I encourage you to read this book and reflect on your life and your beliefs. Take a deeper look in the mirror and ask yourself, what is it that I believe? What is it that I agree with? What is it that I want to continue to fight for? What is it that I want to begin fighting for? Life is only as good as our beliefs. As always, thank you for listening. Signing off, Shania.